0: The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858
1: Welcome and good morning to the SA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner with you all thanks to Betfair. You can play your way with Betfair and find better odds on the French Open. You can find them on the AFL. You just find the better odds with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Miles Fitzner with you as I'm joined by the sweetheart of the South Australian turf. Uh, group 1s, uh, yep, she's ridden them. Group 2s, plenty of them. Group 3s, <laughs> stack of those two. A uh, couple of thousand, two or three thousand winners. Yep. No, she ticked that off as well. My name is Claire Lindop. How are you, Claire? There.
2: Good morning, Miles. Um, did you figure what you got to say about me? You just at live then.
1: I had live every week.
2: <laughs> that's very good though. I Thank don't you. write
1: it. I don't write. You don't see my an intro here. I try to think of <laughs> well, something try to lov- different.
2: A lovely warm welcome on a bit of a wintry day. Um, getting some wet weather around now. So um, uh, at the parks track today, and uh, I think looking for a soft track horses, and track's a little bit tired at the moment. So I think that's something to think about.
1: Uh, track tired. Uh, I think everything's going a little bit tight. Now, I'm not one for – we're in it for the punters, and the punters keep um, racing going. But the last couple of weeks, slash, mid-week slash Saturdays, this is tread carefully territory with a lot of these, isn't Definitely. it?
2: Definitely. I think now too, though, going into – more consistently soft tracks. I think that's when your um, wet the horses do stand up because I think sometimes we're going through looking at horses and asking that question, right? Do they handle the wet or not handle the wet? Um, but now going forward, I think we can actually really start looking at how the tracks are going to be genuinely softish and um, go from there.
1: Uh, look, I'm going to hold. Does that sound t- good? I'm going yeah, 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 to reserve my. <laughs> like it's it's just look. It always happens and it does. I want to say a disclaimer straight off the top. I think you could nearly put a line through me and my best bets, um, pretty much for a month, right now. Oh,
2: you think you're being too hard on yourself? No, you're no, no,
1: no, good. no. And I'm not. I'm not being hard on myself. What I'm saying is, is if I'm making something a best or a value from here on out, this is all. This would be quarter stake. Yeah. Th- 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 this is the time to really rein it in and be careful. Well, this
2: is when you want to do the quaddies. Put in a few numbers.
1: Yeah, get a yeah. stack of, like, quartiers gonna be big. Concentrate on them. Few horses to place. I've done five cards right around the country, as you know. Uh, Probably the
2: best time to lay horses too at the moment.
1: It is the best time to lay yeah. horses. So you're better off going on Betfair and backing horses that you think can't win. Yeah, and, uh, well, look, just Betfair of just, hang on, they're calling me. Yeah, Yeah, no, 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 we'll pay Claire more for that. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. Okay. Uh, geez, you're on fire today. Let's go. Can we just quickly recap Murray Bridge? Started well for me. Then I arrived on track. Uh, and then, then I got there. <laughs> uh, no, but, and mates over from Hamilton, they've gone, aren't you meant to be some sort of tipping guru? I went, oh, no.
2: <laughs> well, race one, caracazoo very impressive win from this horse. It's nice to see him put him away. Um, Q Man ran second, which we think has a future. Valrock, obviously, David Jolly's horse, um, as we know, has has had some good wins. So I think Caracazoo is good to see. Uh, the three-year-old sort of step up here. Um, and, yeah, he had to put them away to be the sort of horse that we think he is. A nice win by Jake. And
1: it was. Race number two, nowhere near it. Had no idea anyway.
2: No, it was a different um, – obviously, two-year-old racing is always very challenging. Um, ladies' lunch wasn't disgraced, but, yeah, all on with the winner.
1: Uh, race number three, uh, when that plumbed up, starts with hello for Jakey. Toroke didn't go too badly.
2: Again, Legless Lady, my tip was okay. Um, certainly one to follow – um, but yeah, Richard Chantel and Jake, in combination again.
1: Uh, let's go to race number four on the card. Uh, and Steven Seagal, oh, pressure point, pressure point. Um,
2: this is the one I liked. Yes, you did. Yeah, and I, I actually went with Chicago Storm. It was late scratching, so I hope people remembered that I did like Seagal as well. So, um, yeah, got a nice price about him. Um, the story from Angus Chung was that this should is a Saturday Grade horse, and the way that he won the race just sat out deep and went away from them. Definitely a horse to follow.
1: I'd go on field. Then it got worse for me again. Irish butterfly, nowhere. Toyota. Is this another one of yours?
0: Yeah. You are
1: on a fair dinkum heater. These wet tracks. Were you this good in the wet when you (laughs) rode? (laughs) <laughs> no, you weren't, you know, you were a front...
2: i not afraid with the oh, like a front runner. You're, yeah, get you, out there, no, no mud in my face. No, no,
1: no, no, mud in your... You and are how, a heavy decker.
2: And that's how Hannah Wusher rode this horse to Eric. And well done to Aaron Bain, a nice Metropolitan winner for them. And we've had him on the show before, and I think he's certainly a stable on the way up.
1: Uh, let's go to race number six on the card. Oh, I think I was nowhere near didn't this. didn't have
2: this one, but, but Jess Eaton did oh, mention oh, it, she? Oh, she mentioned
1: it. Mm. And how's Jess DePinto, who's a good friend of Jess's and... Um, and looks after the clients of for Michael Hickmont. So only she backs all of Jess's riders, regardless. The one she said I'm not backing, and uh, was re- she was on the table with this reward with return, and it one. That was the day we had race seven. What now? Fair income? If this horse is like, uh, look, with all due respect, th- this like this was a turn up for the ages.
2: Well, when you go back, well done to Claudette Rose, firstly. Uh, lovely train. Only has a couple of horses up at Oatbank. Uh, when you go back through its form, it actually stacks up all right. It's easy to say after the event. But um, she ran second to Valrock, um, was behind Munster at Oakbank. or was in front of ba- uh, Munster at Oakbank. I know he didn't handle the track, but you start looking through his form. It's probably a case to be made. So it maybe it is a horse to follow. Um, maybe he likes the wet tracks too. Uh,
1: I finally got sort of one half right. Here. I had 2, 4, 10, 13, 17, and 16, but it was still a lottery. Uh, But a nice win this. I like this horse.
2: Beat a hard acre, thrill kill. It's been one that we have been following. Um, Residue, I think maybe just not might need a, well, my opinion, he might need a freshen up after those tough races.
1: Uh, Calypso Rain, Rolled Munster. Well, extra time, magnetic edge, extreme thrill.
2: The barrier beat extra time. Uh, Calypso Rain, though, David Jolly, they're going good, aren't they?
1: And then in the last, uh, well, what a uh, finish. This was. From...
2: I can never pick Jarmin. No,
1: nah, I mean, Garrett Beach does
2: a good job. With Jarmin's his team.
1: like Hatteach for me. I mean, <laughs> if, if I had the races five times over, I wouldn't have had Hatteach or Jarmin. No, but sacred Amore, geez, that's as close a margin as you ever want. Yeah,
2: true. Travis Dow. The,
1: the one thing I noticed about Murray Bridge, all the horses essentially won from the same lane. Oh, so went
2: middle of the track went. We're they
1: home. went middle of the track, but then that lane just throughout the day just got a sort of half a lane wider every race. So mm. it was originally four and five. And then it was sort of went five and six. Then it went lane six. But everything won from lane four to seven. If you were inside, you couldn't win. And if you're outside that, you couldn't win.
2: Yeah. So the rail was out there um, as well. So it's one for us to write down and remember for next time. So when the rails out, uh, they've got to keep getting out wider.
1: Poison it was on the inside. Dead set poison. Uh, anything else to note out of last week?
2: Oh, uh, we'll I hope they back Top and Harry in Melbourne. Yes, uh, been mentioned by then. you
1: again. Right. Like- just get tick, the, tick, tick. Call the fire brigade. Oh, you know what? This week, whatever you tip, oh God, I'm going to back.
2: Well, the park's track this week, so yeah, whatever you, you go with.
1: Easy. Because I, I tell you, this is an absolute full-blown lottery for me. I've got no idea this week, and I'm declaring that to take it easy. Follow Clea Lindop because uh, <laughs> she's a mutter, and her mother was a mutter. You know, so <laughs> loves it wet. Oh, fair income. Anyway, it's it's is. What about the midweek or so too? Like stress throwing up some like these tracks are getting wet. Wet, wet. Mm,
2: they did a good job to race at Strath, actually, with the rain they've had um, over the weekend. They had 40 mils up in sort of the hills way. So um, Strathalbyn Race Club uh, got through the meeting. Um, they all spread out. I know they were sort of winning from everywhere. So uh, there's a few horses that are backing up from Wednesday. Today we'll get to that, actually. it's a couple that I like.
1: We will. Let's jump to a break, though, on the other side of this. Lockie Knight off to join us to run through his rides. Good to have a chat to him when he's back. The Queensland Winter Carnival. It's heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. 858 858 the
0: SA Betfair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858
1: Welcome back to the SA Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Claire Lindop with you. All thanks to Betfair. Queensland Winter Carnival, it's heating up. You can find better odds on Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 few technical issues and uh, locking night off just must have got tied up, Claire Bear, but you know what? I think we've got even one better. He's a great friend of the show. I'd like to consider him. He's probably our greatest trainer friend of the show. He's always generous with his time, uh, and he's one of the superstars, a current premiership-winning trainer here in South Australia. We speak of Michael Hickmott. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining us, mate. Good morning, guys. You're too kind, Miles. Yeah, well, well, it's well, it's true. I didn't pump your tyres up too much, and nothing comes off my training bill. But uh, it, it, mate, you, you got the got the premiership last year, and you got to hold on that. Before we get into a few runners, though, you are still developing things at the farm, and you sort of had a bit of a tough run with a few horses with injury.
3: Yeah, well, look, it's just one of those things. I, I uh, you know, we knew we were going to have a very quiet season this season. Unfortunately, you know, we lost horses in Taunting, Lord Vladivostok, Pindaric, Echoes, and Eternity. Uh, you know, the list can go on. Um, you know, don't Dream It's Over is another one. You know, I think I think at one stage there at the end of last season we worked out we lost seven out of our top eight rated horses. So, look, it was just always going to be a re- rebuilding year. Um, we've had four really nice unraced horses make their way across to uh, Douglas White in Hong Kong, which is a bit of a loss out of the stable. You know, they're horses that could have gone and won two or three or four races this season in town, but uh, all very good. We've just got the guys out here. We're doing five kilometres worth of fencing this week at the farm and this week and next week. So we've got plenty going on out here, and I think we'll have a really big season next season.
2: So is it true that Munster's now your uh, best horse in the stable?
3: Oh, I did, well, I did <laughs> not say this. Oh I better cover Taunting's ears when we
1: say that. How is
3: Taunting going, Michael? He's good. He's just coming back and, and we might see him kick off first off in the lightning at the end of the season or he's he's so well rated. We might even just let him poke through his grades, but um, he's just coming back from a knee op and um, I've got no doubt he's the best horse I've put a bridle on at this stage. Oh, gee. Hey, well, what about,
1: um, you had a bit of a crack at the Magic Millions. You actually ended up buying a horse while we were on air on trackside. Um, how are all those sort of horses going? Are they sort of going through the process um, with all of them at the moment, because it looks like you sort of you, you've stocked your numbers right up to have sort of have a crack when they come on.
3: Yeah, no, we, we did. Yeah, we've we got them breaking at the moment. Jared Lynch breaks the horses in here in South Australia, and and he's uh, he's getting through them at the moment. Um, really, really happy with those horses. We've still got some shares available, and and some really good value horses there as well. But um, really, really delighted with them. Um, we've got a couple off at of the breakers at the moment that are. You know, really taking his eye, and um, yeah, very positive. Actually, the horse that I bought on air, he's a horse that I'm going to put back through the ready to run sales. Um, he's he's a really nice precocious horse, and he broke in as well, so uh, he may end up in he may end up in Hong Kong as well. But um, now we've got some really nice horses there, and we even bought a horse, uh, you know, in the famous colours that Claire rode in so many times off Ken Smith's auction a couple of nights ago. Exalted Fire, who's a who's a really nice horse. He's won on Saturday grade and. I think he's going to be a really nice horse to kick the next season off so if anyone wants a, a, a cheap share and a horse feel free to contact me because uh, we're syndicating him at the moment
2: They're supposed to be ready to race too which is really exciting yeah, and shout out to ken smith i don't think his health's going well but it was nice to chat to him and helen last week and um been a big part of my life like you said then um michael yeah the uh, exalted horses and uh yeah they've, they've certainly created a bit of a here in South Australia, but, um, just back on that, sorry, you mentioned Garrett Lynch does some work for you. He's actually been training out really well as well. Do you actually work with him no, a
3: little no, bit? No, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Claire. It's Jared. Jared. Lynch, Jared.
1: Oh, are they related? Brother. Younger brother. Oh, younger brother, brother. brother. Sorry. Well, gun horsemen all the same. <laughs>
2: but Jared trying to win the other day as well, actually, at Balaclava. Paid the yeah, 17s.
3: No. no, no. So Jared uh, Jared does them and Sophie Logan does a bit on those horses as well. And, uh, you know, Jared, uh, Jared's one of the best horsemen I've ever seen, I think.
1: Uh, well, that's a good wrap from you. Uh, mate, can we talk about, um, uh, No, it's a little bit off topic, but can we talk about some of these tracks uh, that we've got going around? I know the parks is a little bit tired at the moment, but uh, look, Murray Bridge probably showed uh, some tired colours last week. Strathalban midweeks showing some tired colours. It, it, is it par for the course or do you think that maybe that we need to do something in regards to having some sort of all-weather type set up at some point?
3: Oh look, I think it's we, we play in an outdoor sport. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a ticking thing. You've just thrown this on me here, but look, no, no, I could be diplomatic and I could be direct. But look, I think at, at some stage I've got no doubt that it's in South Racing SA's game plan to re, re uh, redo Strathalbyn, which I think would be fantastic. It's such a central track. If we could get a well cambered track at Strathalbyn, I think. would be fantastic. I'm sure that Nick Redden and the guys at Racing SA would have done their due diligence on how many meetings we lose a year and and if it was showing there that it was a a, a negative net loss, we would have had a synthetic track in by now. And Murray Bridge was probably one of the first times I saw it race poorly last week which was bad to see. Um, I think, you know, we've got the parks, which I think we all know how that plays. Morpherville, the course proper, just was fantastic over the carnival. I don't think anyone could have complained about that. Uh, and, and, and we've got Gawler as well. So, look, maybe we just need to juggle them around a little bit on a Saturday. We want to be seeing Saturday races on the best possible surface. Um, but, you know, the short answer is it, it would be fantastic to have Strathalbyn overhauled at some stage in the not-too-distant future and have, you know, Morfordville Strathalban, Gawler and Murray Bridges four really, really good venues. Uh, let's go a little bit off-topic
1: here. Uh, Jervois Footy Club. Bit of an involvement down there and you're sort of maybe working into doing a few things a bit later on in the year, but uh, you like looking after the locals down there too?
3: Yeah, I look, obviously, we're living here at Wellington now and Jervoys and Footy Club. I think Jade's, my wife's father, two of her uncles are life members. My brother played there uh, when he was back in South Australia, Rob, for a little while, and and you know, we're living here now, so it's a local club. They're doing a great job, you know, take. Silverlocks led them to the last two Grand Finals and they're trying to go um, you know, for the 3 peak this year. it would be fantastic. So, no, I, I do sponsor the club and it's something that I really enjoy that can take me away from racing a little bit and freshen my head up.
1: And you've come to the city too and have got a bit of an involvement with the Norwood Football Club now too through Michael Wilkins and the team.
3: Yeah, Michael Wilkins, is, uh, I get along with him great. So it's fantastic to get down there with... Wilco and Wolfie Blast and a few of those guys at the the monthly uh, Norwood functions. It's um it's great. They've actually got a couple of horses in work with us now, so you'll be seeing the Norwood racing colours go around soon.
1: So Nor, is, uh, is that your colours maybe with what like a red star or something?
3: Yeah, so it's basically my colours but made into the the navy blue and red. So um, the first horse that will debut them is a horse called Fortis in Armis named after you know their their um their logo, their motto. So. That'll be fantastic and they're a great club to be involved in and, and really enjoying it.
2: Michael, to get this back on track...
1: Yeah, so we're, just, we're, t- we're touching on a bit here. We've dropped this on him too, so for the <laughs> listeners out there, we've, we've literally said, can you help us out? We've dropped you've it straight on, so you've, thank you, mate. We you appreciate have, it.
2: You have three runners today at Moorfordville Parks. Race four, you kick off with a horse that I'm actually quite interested in having a little look at. It's number eight, Prince of Fences. Uh, reading the form, it looks like it fresh him back up and blinkers again. Um, how's this horse going, and, and do you think that he's going to be able to um, take a bit more of a forward position here at the Parks track and be hard to beat?
3: Yeah, he was meant to take a forward position last start as well, so I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, no, anyway, I'm just having a joke there. But, um, no, look, oh, the horse is drawn awkward. Um, he, was actually, he, he was actually meant to race at Warrnambool, and he got across there, and long story short, he somehow got balloted out as a 61 and a 64. Um, he's, a, he's a nice horse that continues to go well. Um, if he could sneak across from that barrier without doing too much work, I think he'd be right in the finish. Um, you know, looking at Daniel's ratings for the race, it's it's quite an it's quite an even race. Um, yeah, look, I think if he would have run to his right figure, I think he'd be. You know, I think he'd be right in the finish.
1: Let's go to race number five. You've got the booze. The booze is back at Morfordville, uh, Oak Bank, and then uh, went up. Looks like it probably just didn't handle the dirt uh, up there. Horse does it on speed doesn't mind the sting out of the deck either, and uh, has a reasonable record at the trip.
3: Yeah, the weather the better. Um, he's got a lot of owners in the territory and they just wanted to try and win an Alice Springs Cup and he just, he just doesn't like it. He went up there last year and he started favourite twice and he just we made an excuse for him last year but he just hates it up there. Um, he actually came back and ran in this exact same type of race last year, was off a 27-day spell, uh, finished an unlucky third and then backed up seven days later and won. So uh, I would think that um, he's going to need a lot of luck from a bad barrier. Um, he's probably not as wound up as I had him for this exact same race last year. So um, probably whatever he does on Saturday, he'll he'll, he'll improve on. Uh, certainly not saying that he can't win, especially with uh, the scratching of Cliff Brown's horse. Uh, I think that wild imagination represents good value if you're having a bet. Um, yeah, I think he'd be around the mark, but I wouldn't be declaring it.
2: Awkward gate there with Angus Chung taking the claim though to help you out. Race nine, uh, number eight lakes follow. You've got Sophie Logan here taking the claim as well. Um, he's resuming as well. Um, this is a pretty even race. This last race and it's hard to know exactly how the track's going to be playing by the last race. But drawing barrier one could probably be could be a good thing or couldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> by the last last race, um, how do you think he's going uh, in this first up run?
3: Yeah, barrier one will be polarizing by race uh, by race nine on Saturday. It's either yeah. I couldn't agree more. There, but um, look, he loves the wet. Uh, the horse is going really good. I would say that this, uh, you know, this is this race for a benchmark seventy-eight on the Saturday. It would be well above standard. Um, you know, Magnetic Edge, he's exclusive coming off a very strong win. Even a horse like Doctor DD was very good the other day at, at Um, I would say anyone of six or seven horses could win this with the right run and. Uh, let's be honest, Lake's folly always seems to find bad luck. So, um, <laughs> uh, it, it, look, if he, if, he, if he gets a little bit of luck, I'm sure that he'll go well at Sophie's first time riding the horse. And that seemed to work his last two. Alana and Angus jumped on him for the first time and he won. So we've uh, we've tried to keep that going.
1: Sophie's actually riding in pretty good nick at the moment too, isn't she?
3: Double last week. Riding wonderfully. It's, uh, she's in a great headspace with, with David Jolly now. I know, she worked, as I said, but she works in a lot with Jared Lynch, her partner. Um, yeah, she's riding wonderfully. It's, uh, she should be utilising that two-kilo claim at the end of her apprenticeship, and, and um, I'm sure a lot of people are seeing that now.
1: Michael, mate, uh, pr- thanks for jumping on last minute with us uh, and first thing this morning, mate. I really appreciate it. You've run through uh, all your horses for us, a really difficult day, and, but you, yeah, you've got a few smoky chances. So I appreciate your time, and yeah, no doubt we'll have you on again soon uh, and always love chatting to you. Thanks, guys. Michael Hickmott there, who's a premiership winning trainer last year. And when you hear that, though, like, it's easy to look from the outside and go, geez, I'm not getting too many winners. But you get four horses that go straight through – like four to go to Hong Kong, which is the same as probably even like a Will Clark, and, you know, they do that as well. And then you've got all those other horses that are injured or done. You know, that Echo's in Eternity, Pindarek, Don't Dream It's so Over, the, mm. the ones that were going around regularly and just knocking them off.
2: When you get those horses that can win six or seven races for you in a season, um, yeah, it's, it's tough to, to, to have those horses lose out of the stable. Um, but, yeah, he's certainly uh, going to regroup, and, uh, yeah, it's good to see he's going really well. Um, uh, Bordertown tomorrow. Oh. Do you want me to... Do you want to touch on Bordertown? Well, I just thought... Yeah. Um, well, I know that you, sometimes you're on air on Sundays. I'm not sure you always are, but um, race five, number five, Mays West. I think it's one that you can have a look at there. John Hickbun and Corinna Riggs um, going all right at the moment too.
1: They certainly are. Hey, just uh, before we get to the break, we've only got about a minute, Claire, but um, uh, the Exalted Horses, a dispersal, is that... Did you have something that you wanted to... Like, it's, it's sort of an end of an era, really, isn't it?
2: Yeah, look, I think, um, well, obviously Exalted Time was my Adelaide Cup win in 2006. It was incredibly special for me. uh, It was my first Group 1 and, uh, yeah, it was very... Very special win for me, and they're just great people, and um, they've been around for a long time. And um, you know, they are doing the right thing by the horses here. I think to um, to get them out with the trainers now who can give them the horses the right chance.
1: Very quickly, well, what are the two best exalted horses you ever rode, barring that one?
2: Exalted Keita won the roses, Cubby Roses on uh, Oaks Day at Melbourne. Exalted yeah. Keita, mm-hmm. yep. And Exalted Time was the other one I really rode really well for them. So, yep. Um, was there but, ever one
1: that could have been a star that never got there?
2: Uh, Thomas, Exalted Thomas, yeah, he won a. Um, Couple of good races. I think he ran in the Christmas and things like that. Um and uh, Beauty, she was a nice
1: one too. I dropped you on the spot there. He yeah, yeah. answered it well. Hey, uh, let's jump to a break. On the other side of this, Lockie Mosley to join us to run through the card. And we do apologize for no Locky Nine off but uh Michael jumped on and he did it superbly. Don't forget the Queensland winter carnival, it's heating up. Find better odds on Betfair and gamble responsibly. Call one 858 And it's a home of back and lay betting. And on Saturday, after the card tomorrow, laying is what we'll be doing.
0: The SA Betfair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858
1: Welcome back to the SA Betfair Edge. Play your way with Betfair and find better odds on the French Open. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Also... Uh, you can lay, and speaking of lay, I'm going to lay pretty well every race here at Morfordville, I think, and horses, I think, that can't win. Not many of them. But a bloke that lets us know horses he think can win is a superstar from Winning Edge Investments and Bedfair. His name is Lockie Mosley. He joins us. How are you,
4: Ah, uh, Pretty good, Miles. How are you? And how are you, Claire?
2: Good, thank you, Lockie. Um, Yeah, wintery day here in Adelaide. <sighs> and um, On the parks track, we're Yuck. doing form on the soft seven, but I think it, a few showers around... Although it does handle at the Parks track, it may be a little bit worse than that.
1: This so is okay. uh, this has got disgusting written all over it, uh, and so I'm looking forward to hearing the tips from you two experts because I've got no idea. Right, let's start away. We'll just get straight into it, team. Over the twelve fifty race number one benchmark sixty eight um birdies galore is your favorite here way too short coming out of a race at warwicknobile that i didn't think was all that strong mark and levi kavanagh have a pretty strong hand in here i found it surprising they've put actually put three debutants all in the one race so i went back through and had a bit of a look at these jump outs and i've ended up with the five on top and then the four to run second and then the two to run third Lockie, yeah i,
4: I, I don't really know here um market best market move best guide i think um birdies galore was pretty professional on debut i, I thought the only problem is it's going from like that soft five or good for soft five down to probably it's looking like a heavy eight heavy nine so it's got to step up onto the heavy tracks um yeah, leaving it alone six tundra um look good at the trials uh Kavanaugh's seeing thing number five furrows look good at the trials too and champagne and lace has the race experience on the side but not keen to play in the opener, Clear Bit. I
2: probably agree with everyone, everything you just said. Only birdies galore. I'd say um, took on the older horses last time, which is pretty impressive. Coming back to two-year-olds, so I think that you know, it's time to be favourite. Um, of the other ones, Tanundra, uh, number six are uh, trailed okay, so it's one to
1: keep an eye on. I'm just taking your notes uh, from your tips here, Claire, because you've been <laughs> on fire. Right, thousand meters, Thomas Farms maiden plate. Oh, just another fantastic race here uh, that we've got. Now the weight. Been the bridesmaid the last couple of times uh, for the Cyril and team. But look, I sort of went back and tried to have a look. Smiling from above, any sort of superstar. Then you got a hot rod boy in the next one. Any sort of superstar too. Um, probably got to have it in. I think the nine, Bajan Bell for Ryan Balfour and um, and Stubby, yeah, that wasn't the worst, that trial at Balaclava behind totally discreet and Chuck Nation, we know Totally Discreet's got some sort of uh, ability. Spiritual girl for John O'Connor. Um, maybe Williston, the other Ryan Baufen runner. Once again, not a clue in the world, what?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure either. Um, Bajan Bell was very good at the trials. Um, it was very, very quiet behind Totally Discreet, which I think will come out and win the next race. Um Williston also, um, it was specs the hundreds into about 30s and it was a real eye-catcher on debut, so maybe that one can go in for second. The weight's always thereabouts and I've got never dance in for fourth, but just like the last race, not really interested.
2: My numbers are the same. The weight's entitled to be favourite, drawing really well um, with Baron Voss taking the ride. Um, Gary Nicole Searle and Brianna, um, good little horse this one. Not a big horse, though, um, and I guess you're sort of taking these horses on trust to going into the sort of soft tracks. Spiritual Gal probably has a better form, but just normally awkwardly. Um, so that's where I'm looking into. Bayesian Bell again, um, out of the Autumn Bell, we're kind of looking at that one. And Wilson again, I've seen exactly the same as you. Never Dance um, apparently did place in the Flemington Jump Out quite well with Todd Pannell. And welcome back, Todd Pannell as well.
1: Welcome back, TP. Let's go to the third, over the 1,000 metres, benchmark 64, um, I'm with Free Market here. Once again, not confident. Found the lead, uh, or should find the lead here. It was really impressive at Warwicknobile. Uh, at 59 and a half, won by four and a half, that maiden. Um, and some of these horses, they are not much chop at all. I think Miss Daniel's the, the big threat. Just drawn inside it, so it's going to be a bit of a speed battle. I think Free Market might end up getting the sit just outside Miss Daniel, um, and that'll probably suit, um, if not take it up, if Daniel wants to... To hold off, totally discreet and Aquapishy to round out the numbers.
4: Uh, yeah, I think Totally Discreet might win this. Um, I don't usually like backing horses on trial form, but this horse was really, really good at the trials. It, it, it just put them away with ease. It's a big grey filly. Um, they will swim through the through the ground. Um, it's been given time to mature yeah. as well, so I think um, it's what's
1: on. No, 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 all good. Just oh, to clear, just trying to clear um, her throat. <laughs> 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 I think I'm out am <laughs> so, Sorry. Um,
4: so yeah, totally discreet on top for me. Free market second. Il Don I think has got a bit of ability, and Knights Town can improve back in grade.
2: Il Don number five. I'm going to um, pick as a bit of an each way bet in this race. I'm not a fan of Totally Discreet, um, though I do think it can win. Barrier 1, Jason Holder on board, I think it can win. Um, and Miss Daniel, of course, is the other one, as you mentioned. Jake wrote, Richard and Chantel Jolly, they can't do anything wrong with really me at the moment. I also like, they call me Alvin as a horse, but do think it might want well, a little bit further and possibly down in grey, but keep an eye on it.
1: They call me Stacy. They call me... That's not my name. I know. <laughs> Race number four uh, over the 1550. Don't know why I did that. Uh, benchmark 64. Uh, you guys know I like this horse. It is Big Sue, and I like it. I like it a lot. But the danger here is the Hickmott runner, Prince of Fences. Uh, they're the two for me. The three and the eight. Round out the numbers. Uh, what have I got there? The seven, Insaf, and then the four, Elvina. But I'm all about the three and the eight here. I think one of those two win.
4: I'm seeing it a little bit differently. I'm going outside the box here, and I'm going for a Mount Gambier horse that was about seven lengths away for third last start, and that's Goliotis. Um, It just just did enough first up at Mount Gambier, and it suggests it can measure up in town. Uh, It's had three starts on heavy tracks for two wins and a third, so I think heavy track form is going to be imperative uh, today. John. Um, it's been a little bit plain late. I think that can improve at a bit of a price. and Dazzle and your horse, Big Sue Miles, can round out top four.
2: Number eight, Prince of Fences, um, makes me quite interested here. It's been freshened back in trip, blinkers again. So I am thinking that might be one for a little bit of value, um, number eight for me. Um, agree with you, though, um, in SAF as well, um, Todd Panel, Will Clarkin um, did win quite easily at a midweek meeting, uh, Kind of. Needs to put it together again. Um, and Big Sue as well, like that horse. They're the three numbers I'm looking at. Um, and there's Ambidazzle, is one that I know that you like, Miles. And I just wondered what you thought. Is it, I just never can never really sort of leave it out. Yeah you? I, I, yeah, you
1: can't. But Big Sue's taken care of Ambidazzle a couple yeah. of times. And Big Sue is, I love, I just love horses, Claire, that pin their ears back and try. And if they get headed, um, you'd nearly, you'd have your house on Big Sue to fight another horse off here. And I, I, that's why I've sort of got Prince Fences if it can sort of hold too clear. Well,
2: the but, market's sort of showing the same as well. All three are yeah. the same sort of price. So, yeah, I've clued them all.
1: Uh, let's go to race number five over the 1950 Benchmark 68 here. Uh, I've got Lord Boozer can I on. I do it? Yeah, I'll yeah. Sure. <laughs> I've got the booze on top. Oh, I think Michael might have a nice day here. With the scratching of... Um, uh, that other horse which I can't pronounce the name of uh, the four uh, I think the booze will go alright here um, I think to round out the numbers the eight wild imagination for Richard and Chantel Jolly and the 13 Aussie Sojourn for uh, Sophie Logan and the Blanche team but I'm I'll, the booze. I reckon you know maybe Ishi Bantan could run another drum but I'm all about the booze.
4: Uh I like Aussie Sojourn as a bit of a one times two one times three sort of play here um it caught the eye late last start at Morpherville. It gets in really well at the weights with the two-kilo claim, draws well, and it likes the soft and heavy track, so it ticks a few boxes. Um, Rising Renown, I think Morpherville Parks is a good track for it, nice and tight. It might lead and give him something to, to chase. Itchy Band Sam's going better than the Duck Eggs on the form line. It was just in the wrong part of the track last start, and Lord Boozer on for fourth.
2: Lord Bruiseron hasn't won a race for 363 days, but yeah. he could possibly do it today. Yeah, I think
1: he might. <laughs> it, it sort of suits him, I guess. Mean, it's something. just
2: drawn a bit awkward, but Angus Chung takes the claim off him, so it could be suitable. But yeah, I'm not sure. He might not have my money on it, I think. But um, yeah, you definitely think he can win this race. Um, rising Renown is one I agree with what Locke just said. I think its form is okay. Um, wild Imagination, you kind of have to really include that one. Jake wrote, Richard Chantel, Jolly. Uh, and Prestitoire. Drawn Barrier 1, trained by Peter Chow and It's actually got some good form if you look back at it, its Mooney Valley form, etc. So it's one I thought. Um, I'd be happy to have something on it uh, at the price.
1: Race number six, benchmark 60, 1400. I wrote one word down here. Uh, Claire, you can see it as a witness. Horrid. Uh, I'm field here. No idea. Uh, what did I put? Two one eight ten nine, And I could have kept writing numbers. The absolute shocker.
4: Um, I've got a horse in this race, Miles, called Gurria, Number Twelve. So, um, yeah, he's uh, he's only like a benchmark fifty-four horse, but I think he'll go alright here. I won't have him on top. Owner's um, tip. To owner's it, tip. And... <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get the sixteen hundred, and he he was found out last start, so he goes back to fourteen hundred, and he gets onto like a heavy track. He'll he'll be thereabouts, but he's a bit of a sucker. Um, Canada backing up from Wednesday. If it runs, um, I think it can win. It just loves soft and heavy tracks. It's in good form. It should be swooping around them. Um, at a bit of a... Oh, no, it's about favourite now, so not at a price. Um, striking style is going okay. Not much luck of late. Greer, my horse, and brother Shadow should lead him up.
1: Yeah, that's the one that you'd sort of have to sort of mark in there, Claire. Where, where are you with this? You're the, you are the wet track expert.
2: <laughs> um, well, if it wasn't uh, for heavy track, Shane Cale riding Raisin Army always makes you yep. sort of, open your eyes. But 62.5 kilos are very rarely win with that sort of weight, especially with... Um, on the heavy track, so brother shadow, I didn't mind that one. Um, Campbell Rowilla taking the claim for Travis Dowdle. Canada, Day, I actually agree. It won really well on Wednesday, so if it backs up today, um, I think that John Hickmon and Karina Riggers can actually have a win here with Canada. Day. Um, and I did think that um, Gary with um, Lucky Nidal aboard, um, he's riding really well, so he's a chance. Tempting Bell, again, ran okay at Strathalbyn on Wednesday for backs up here. It's probably a chance. So They're the ones I'm looking at, to be honest.
1: Race uh, seven. Um, look, full probe is probably uh, going to um, sound about how I feel after the first uh, six or seven races <laughs> at Morfordville I think. Uh, but I've got to have it on top. Um, look, to round out my numbers here, I think Pim's Party and Platform are overs at 15 and $8. Um, and then um, what was the other horse I had in here? So you can. It's not the worst either. So I'm full probe platform. Pims party. So you can.
4: I've got Aguillette on top, number one. It's racing really well. This preparation um, had no luck last start. Um, draws well, nice claim, and it should be fine on the heavy track. So it looks good each way of value there, Aguillette. So you can. Um, completely luckless last start. Not sure about the heavy track though, but best is definitely good enough. Pims party. Back in grade, um, going better than form suggests. And a full probe is favourite, and it should be should be thereabouts in the finish.
2: Um, I Like number nine, so say Angel here. I think um, Baron Voss taking the ride, a little bit of money for it. I think it's always thereabouts, this horse, um, and can win this um, track and trip and does like a soft, will handle a soft track before. So you can, I agree with what you said. Um, Caitlin Jones riding there for um, Leon and Andrew Lewis. Um, Pim's party, I'm not sure about her. She just hasn't probably done enough. I know it's been in higher grade, but um, yeah, she does come back in, in class and can improve, but it gets back a little bit in its races, which won't suit the park's track. Full probe, definitely a chance. I agree with what you said about Agulette, but I'm going to back so so Angel number
1: nine. Uh, race number eight on the card over the thousand metres, benchmark 82. <sighs> Once again, difficult. I've only landed on two here. LA Boom's a track and trip specialist. Good record first up uh, from all the council horses actually r- ready for this uh, and rush away lad's the only danger, uh, especially down in the weights. So Ally Boom, rush away lad, back both, can't miss, I don't think.
4: Interesting to note that Jake Towroke is riding Lady Solly when there's two Richard Jolly horses in the race. So that might be a little bit of a push. Um, I've got Lady Sully in for second. Extra mile for Callum Murray, I think might go Okay. Um, had no luck first up last preparation before it sort of formed, just tapered away a little bit. So it goes well fresh and it likes heavy tracks. LA Boom in for third. And Rush Away Lad is a bit of a lay, I think, today. So going for fourth.
2: Rushaway Lad is drawn awkwardly, but does have that claim from um, Angus Chun carrying 51. When you're looking at LA Boom carrying 58, uh, it'll be interesting. I think LA Boom's de- definitely a chance. Lady Solly, as you mentioned um Lockie does have not a bad form out of the Wangum back in grade here, certainly a chance with Jake. Um Twist of Fury a chance as well, Lockie Night But here's one for you. Oh. If we're gonna be doing this kind of thing. Oh. I'm putting a very small each way bet, a number twelve Oakville Geronimo. Um, yeah, I just think I've been watching it. Jesse and Strawberry one, if they're winning on pace um, and on that inside, just have a little something on each way.
1: 67 to one for the doctor. Clear bear. <laughs> right. Let's go to race number nine. Over the 1400 benchmark 78. Not a great race. This probably going to make something in him a value. And that will be Lake's folly. Um, <sighs> And, look, if I'm making Lakes Folly my value of the day, that pretty well sums up what I think of the day. Round out the numbers. Uh, three, left-hand man. Ten, he's exclusive. And the 13, Dr. DD uh,
4: I don't need to say anything else because my numbers are exactly the same. Eight, three, ten. So Lakes Folly, left-hand man, he's exclusive. Hey. Lakes Folly. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy, actually. We, we generally don't agree on much. No. Um... <laughs> so um yeah, it's one three from six first up, loves heavy conditions, but um by race nine I think I've i probably had enough for the day and I won't be playing.
2: Uh can't add too much more myself to be perfectly honest. Um Cafe Tortini perhaps as well for the Balfour stable, but he's exclusive probably deserves to be favourites drawn awkwardly here, um, from Barrier sixteen. Magnetic edge campbell rule again a little bit awkwardly as well. Um so I'm sort of looking through them as well, Dr. Deedee. I like Blood, Sweat and Tears being saved for this race. Um, again, looking by the end of the day, it's drawn barrier three. If your horses can win down the outside, I'll be looking for something that's drawn wider. Um, but if not, stick with Blood, Sweat and Tears. But... Um, cash and checks I've been following might not get a run, though.
1: We are going to come back on the other side of this with your best bets. I speak Claire of Lockie because there won't be any from me, I can tell you that much. Uh, and I might just give you a few values for the day. This is the SA Fair Edge. And don't forget Queensland Winter Carnival. It's heating up. Find better odds on Betfair and, as always, gamble responsibly.
0: The SA Fair Edge with Claire Lindop and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
1: Welcome back to the SA Betfair Edge. Play your way with Betfair and find better odds on the French Open. Don't worry about that. Bet on the clay. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner, Claire Lindop, Lockie Mosley with you. As we get into our best values and lays of the day, Lockie, I'm going to start with you, then we're going to go to you, Claire, and then I'm going to tell everyone that I'm not having a bet. So, Lockie, we'll start with you.
4: Yeah, I agree with you, Miles. It's just a very tricky card and it's very, very thin and there's no real standouts on the card. So if you had to twist my arm, I would say best bet, race three, number nine, totally discreet. Um, I just think it's been given time to mature and its trial was really, really professional. Drawn well, we'll get through the heavy track. Uh, Best each way, we're going to go race five, number 13, Aussie Sojourn. Caught the eye last start. Um, We'll appreciate the heavy surface. Best Ruffy, race six, number three, striking style, um, it's going better than the duck eggs next to the form line. I think it can bounce back at a, over 10 bucks. And our lane is race eight, number eight, Rush Away Lad. Um, I'm just worried about the wide draw, a bit of speed on the inside. I think it's uh, going to burn across, but it might just be a bit of a sitting duck late, So happy to leave
1: that one alone. Claire bit.
2: Got a couple of values for you today. Here we it's go. It's hard to have an absolute uh, best on the track. Like we this, want double figures. <laughs> Um, race 7, number 9, So Say Angel. Um, it was actually entered in Melbourne, uh, but they decided to stay here with it. But if they're entering it in Melbourne, I think they must have a bit of an opinion of how well it's going. Um, so I like that one. Um, then I'm looking back through. Race 3, number 5, Il Don Cavallo. Uh, Peter Nolan, Angus Chung. Another good value. Uh, and just having a tiny little nibble um, on Oakfield Geronimo. Race 8, number 12 each way. No.
1: No best bets from you. Nope. You've been on fire. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, because these are all big prices, so I have small little bets. Um, and for the lay, look, I just can't um, go with uh, race six, number two, brother shadow.
1: Alrighty, uh, I, no best bets from me. Um, and I, I'm not going too big either um, in regards to values. But three of these horses are all north of five dollars, and I'm going to be looking to back them maybe late on Betfair if I even have a bet. Um, If anything, I might just be laying a few. Uh, Let's go. We'll just go in race order here and make it easy. Race three, number two, free market. Should find the front. It was super impressive. And, well, we know how the Price Kent team were when they came to Adelaide through the carnival. Uh, They loved it here. Race four, number three, Big Sue. The horse just fights. I like horses that try. A little freshen up, it'll be fine. And race eight, number one, track and trips, uh, well, track specialist LA boom. First up, uh, it's got a great record. Uh, It'll be fit and firing. So free market, big Sue, LA boom, but they aren't best bets. So, and do not, I repeat, do not load uh, if you normally follow any of mine. Hey, uh, Lockie, appreciate your time as always, my friend.
4: Uh, No, thanks for having me, guys. Good luck today. It's uh, it's very, very tricky.
1: We're going to need it. Uh, We'll chat again, same time, same place next week. Clear bet. Uh, well, did you want to mention
2: that? Di- oh, sorry. Yeah. Are we still on? Yes. <laughs> mention the Diamonds is running in Melbourne today.
1: Diamonds is running in Melbourne today. We're still on Claire Bear, right? It's A, a grade radio here. Terrible. We're all getting right. into winter. It's cold. It's wet, and we're pretty <laughs> and well acting like yeah, the card my, is today.
2: My Queensland Oaks tip, Barb Raider.
1: Barb Raider. Yeah. Uh, Queensland Oaks, Gypsy Goddess or Aravine for oh, me. Shit. They're sorry. the two in the Queensland Oaks. We just edit all that out. Well done, boy. <laughs> Well done by you, Claire. Uh, we'll chat again same time, same place next week. Thanks. Goodbye, That's all we got time for. The Queensland Winter carnival. Was heating up. Find better odds on Bedfair and, as always, gamble responsibly.
3: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.